in one field. So that is the question on the table this morning. So we're going to change tack a little bit and I go now to Linda uh, Kaoma and she is a poet, a writer, an events manager and an activist. Linda, hi. Hi there. How are you? I'm good. Um, lovely to, to finally have you on air. <laughs> Lovely to be on air. Thank you so much. So we're, we're talking to you tonight. Uh, you're part of the the Live Writing Collective. Tell us about your love for poetry. Indeed, I am part of the Live um, Writing Collective, and my love for poetry knows no bounds. <laughs> Um, I absolutely playing. I absolutely love playing around with poetry, with language, with imagery, and you know, as a child, I just lived in alternative like realities yeah. than what yeah. other people were living. And I think poetry continues to afford me, you know, the opportunity and the place to continue doing that. Yeah. Now you are a Salzburg Global Seminars Fellow, which is a very fancy title, and a CNN <laughs> featured project manager um, with eight years of experience in project and events management in the art sector. What does all of that mean? It just means I've been very busy for the past eight years. <laughs> I've been very busy, um, but also very privileged and honored and lucky, you know, to be able to work in the arts and just do work that I absolutely adore and enjoy and believe in. Now, as an events manager in the art sector, I mean, when I think arts, I think arts in general. Um, so it's yeah. not just poetry. No, it's not just poetry. Um, I'm sure, as you know, as an artist, you have to be quite versatile, which is not a bad thing. I pride Mm. myself in that. Um, So, yeah, I've run different projects across the board, and I'm, I'm really happy to be doing so. Okay. Tell us about your accent. My accent? What accent? <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Are you going to play coy with me? So coy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll don't push people further than they want to go. <laughs> I mean, some things we can leave to their imagination. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> okay, so um, you've you you know it's one thing to have a love of poetry, and we'll go back to where it came and and your age and 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 all of that. But you have shared your work uh, locally, mm-hmm. um, not only in in Africa but in Europe. How did that happen? It's it's honestly just about. You know, I'm very lucky that I've been in, in, you know, in places uh, where opportunities came and I took them. So the first time I went to Europe, I was working at the time with Badilisha Poetry Exchange, which is a wonderful archive of African poets. And we had just collaborated with the festival in Amsterdam, and they really wanted to work with African poets. So I was, you know, my hard work had landed me um, in the right place, and I was lucky enough to go and showcase my work. And uh, a lot of a lot of the opportunities that have come ha- have been because I've put in the effort with marketing myself, applying to some of these things, and so yeah, it's been a mixed bag of you know of hard work of just like um, having the right people in my corner, and yeah, I guess the love and passion for it has 
you know, has given me the opportunity to go to all these places. Mm, mm. And and currently, what are you up to now? Currently, I am a full-time freelancer consultant, which I'm very happy about. And I'm mostly freelancing in communications, but I'm continuing with my event management, project management. And of course, I'm with the life writing collective and I'm so happy to be um, part of the team and the work that we're doing and I run workshops and just help with the with the running of the organization. Yeah, I, I'm 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 smiling because I asked you about your accent because of the Americanisms um, in it, and uh, somebody uh-huh. has 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 uh, WhatsApp me and said um, uh, TJ to be precise, and says um, Hi Lindsay, tell us about your accent, uh, and there's the uh, the inevitable lull after that, especially when you say Arant. <laughs> of course, TJ, the thing about saying Arant is that I say it uh, in in jest, and many people believe that actually that's how I say it. It was very ah. weird, Linda, that uh, once uh, when I was working, somebody said, Lindsay, are you Afrikaans? Because I, I, I sometimes can hunt on with a little bit of Cape Town stuff, you know. And, yeah, yeah. And I thought, what? You know, you think I'm Afrikaans <laughs> because I don't consider myself to be in any way, shape or form Afrikaans. I'm a Cape Townian, though. And we can never, yeah, yeah. We can never avoid... The, the the colorful nature of mixing and metzing, as they say. Um, and no, 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 yeah, you can't. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, I just, I enjoy the fact that we pick up different things and the way we speak tells a story mm-hmm. about us. Some Sometimes the story we want to share and sometimes we don't. And sometimes mm. it, it happens, you know. Um, so there you go. <laughs> that's, yeah. um, that's for TJ who had a bit of a smile. So, so, so poetry. Mm. Um, mm. In your schooling days, did you enjoy mm. poetry? Was it something that came later <laughs> to you? Um, it, what, did, did you get acknowledgement or did you find it in your uh-huh. soul? So the funny story with that, um, a couple of years ago, I was um, part of the French Rook Literary Festival and I was a panel there. And we were talking exactly precisely about this. Like, where did the love of poetry begin? Mm. Did mm. it begin in school? And... I had to contact my friends. I was like, did we do poetry in school? <laughs> I had completely I had completely blocked it out, you know. I must have had such a traumatic time during the times when we were doing poetry and everybody was like in such disbelief. How did you end up as a poet if you didn't love poetry while we were doing it in school? Um and, yeah, and I guess yeah. mm-hmm. Carry on. No, I was just going to say, I guess there was something that I did not find accessible about the poetry that we were doing. I did not see myself in it. I didn't find it interesting. And for me, I believe at the time it was just archaic, you know. Yeah. And yeah. and I feel like a lot of people still have the same like um, ideas around what poetry uh, is. And yeah. I've been so lucky to find out that actually poetry can be so much fun. It can be accessible. It can be in different languages and it can be about varied topics, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it didn't, it didn't, 
it didn't start at school. I got traumatized in school, uh-huh. and then I got saved by. <laughs> well, you see, the reason I ask it is because if it had been something that was acknowledged or even not acknowledged, it would have clocked mm-hmm. a memory for you. And mm-hmm. and I, I also ask it because a lot of people have absolutely no connection with words at school, and they find it in life. And mm-hmm. so that's why I'm asking the question because I think poetry sits in people's souls um, and it's different to writing. And, and, and so that's why I'm curious about it. If there had yeah. been someone whose poetry you'd acknowledged uh, or, or, or something like that, there would be a story. And I just love that you, you, can't, you can't remember even doing it. And I think no. that's for so many people. It's like, uh, what? I don't know. You know, because poetry yeah. is often not a thing. It's often uh, sort of Shakespearean, you know, on a exactly. peak and people don't relate and it goes past you like a ship in the night. So, um, mm. so let's talk about these poetry workshops that you've been doing. Sure. So I was very lucky to get involved with um, the Life Writing Collective. And as you know, we run different courses, um, memoir and poetry. And because I've got so much, you know, I'm lucky to have the experience that I have working with different poets and learning and also through my own writing. Um, And I just honestly have seen the power of writing specifically poetry in my own life and how that can be transformative sometimes, you know. So um, I've been working with Dawn Garish, who is the um, the founder, and she's been mentoring me and helping me. And so we decided that I should also run poetry workshops. Mm-hmm. So I um, this is my second one, actually, that I'm doing. Um, it's going to be in Joburg on the 6th and the 7th of April. And you're obviously going to be doing ones in Cape Town as well. Yes, yes, I am. So this is the this is the one that we have scheduled in, but there will be more um, during the course of the year. Definitely, we've had like interest and people are wanting to come, so definitely we'll do that. What I like about the Life Writing Collective, it's um, ordinary people's stories made extraordinary, and I think that is the power of word. Completely, completely. And also the power of word is that you are able to see yourself in other people's stories. Yeah. And other people's stories can also offer you like um, um, insight and perspective to your own story. You know, oftentimes I'll hear someone talk about a, 